I do remember thinking, I've never seen that specific type of curly historical hair from Tommy. And I liked it. And I also thought no one else would have it on their list. And I didn't want this entire list to be Mission, Mission Impossible 2, two. Mission, Mission Impossible 4. I've, I've got, got it higher. Uh, Live from Cool Boys Center. Don't be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> <gasps> oh. So cool. So cool. So cool. Greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome to another delightful dick in my dick hole rendition of the cool boys podcast. (laughs) This episode, we will be talking about hair. Oh, wait, I missed the all there. This episode, we will be talking all about hair. Hair! <laughs> and not my favorite hairs. That would be beautiful baby butt hairs. Okay, you're... What? You can't, you can't just make me say things like that. <laughs> you just did. You're going to James Gunn me, although maybe he's going to get rehired. And not John Travolta's hairs, because we can't talk about it, although we, we did talk we about did. it. We did. Yeah, but not anymore. It's forbidden now. You can't, you can't go back to it. No, Never. I'm talking about a certain man's hair that makes the fucking so good. <laughs> I'm talking about my favorite actor, your favorite actor, and her favorite actor. Yes, yes, Tommy Cruise and all the fabulous hairs he has given us. Aw, absolutely. I am the firm felt. And that seems appropriate. I'm born on the 4th of July, Ballard. Also appropriate, because John Sex was born on the 4th of July. You couldn't come up with any Tom Cruise movies that start with N. No, so there's just I'm <laughs> night and day, Noli. God damn it! The curse of the N. The curse of the N. Yeah, why doesn't N go with anything? I mean, or the nummy. The nummy. Nummy. Oh my God, the nummy returns. Guys, guys, guys! Night and day. How bad is that movie? I've it's never not seen that it. Bad. Never seen oh, it. Oh, it's fucking horrible, Ballard. It's not that bad. Dude, it is a fucking run-of-the-mill generic piece of shit. And the, the Super fact that it's directed generic. and written by James Mangold is even worse. Never watched it. Yeah. It's, no, it's, a, it's not a great movie by any means. It's not like a horrible movie. It's just literally da- it's the most down-the-road action movie. It hits all the beats. I thought the plane crash, if I recall, was good. I don't remember. Um, I didn't really enjoy, I guess, Cameron and Tom's, like, you know. They don't have, they don't have chemistry Their chemistry. But yeah, they were in Vanilla Sky like, together, so that was weird. Yeah. It's just yeah, a it, run-of-the-mill it, action film. Why were you in that Tom Cruise? I don't know why. I think she was just over it, right? I mean, she hasn't acted for a while either. Oh, Cameron? I was talking about Tom. I don't know why Tom's in that movie. Was that in this period where it was like he was just trying to do something? Like, he was kind of like... People thought he was crazy, so he just had to crank out some sort of hit. Maybe thought Cameron Diaz working with her would be, like, the thing to do. Look at them! They're back together! Yeah, it's a shitty film. Okay, you have written here. So, cool boys, Brian Flanagan wants to know, what is everyone drinking? And I had to Google Brian Flanagan, and uh, I don't see him being a a Tom Cruise character. Cocktail. Well, you're wrong. Brian Flanagan is an Irish-American former member of the American Radical Left Organization Students for a Democratic Society and the Weather Underground Organization. Yep, that's the guy. uh, 
the FBI's surveillance files on uh, Flanagan report that on October 20th, uh, he was in Algeria to meet with a fugitive Black Panther leader and uh, has, has done some shit. Uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know why we're talking about him. Because he wants to know what we're drinking. No, folk. I'm talking about Brian Flanagan from Cocktail. You know, Cocktail. That movie. Cocktail. Where Tom Cruise is a bartender. This is the big time. Are you ready for the big time young Mr. Flanagan? I think I can handle it. Brian Flanagan. Okay. Well, just just, just, just know, if people uh, Google Brian Flanagan, they will find themselves involved with a uh, radical activist. Well, my thought process was if you're clicking on this podcast, it's all about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise fans know who Brian Flanagan is. Obviously, you are not a Tom Cruise super fan. I've never watched Cocktail. And you've never watched Night and Day. So, Phil, can we excuse you from this episode? Uh, okay. Have you seen Mission Impossible Fallout? Oh. The oh, most important shit. Tom Cruise movie available right now that's been out for three weeks now? I mean, some people do have responsibilities and a family to take care of. You know, we can't just rush out to the theaters every chance you get, unless you're a Ballard. Have you seen every single Tom Cruise movie? You've seen Legend? You've seen mm. Legend? Yes. All right. There, are, there is a Tom Cruise movie I've never seen. It's called Lions for Lambs. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. And uh, almost missed Oblivion and almost missed, uh, no, Obli- I almost missed Oblivion. I wish I missed Oblivion. Oh, well, you've mentioned I, two of my, you know, uh, well, I can't say it yet. <clears throat> your honorable mentions for Tom Cruise's hairs. Hmm. Well, okay. Legend, Legend, I, I, it's all right. Legend's not a great movie. It's, a, it's, I mean, it's, it's good Tom Cruise hair though. It's like, it's like a weak Cruise film because it's barely about like Tom Cruise essence and it's more about this little, you know, fairy boy, you know, and I, and I don't mean fairy like the critter. And I also think that it's like, you know, it's kind of just a really run of the mill, really Scott film. It's not really good. I haven't seen Rock of Ages. Uh, I Lions, haven't seen that either. Lions for Lambs or American Made yet. American Made is awesome. Fucking awesome. No one of you American Made is great. Oh, American okay. Made is great. You see Rock of Ages? I did see Rock of Ages. Okay. All right. Now, what was it that you ordered? So Brian Flanagan wants to know that important question, guys. We never even answered it. So what are you guys drinking? I forgot about that. I'm drinking, goodness gracious, great fireballs of fire. I'm drinking fireball. See, and I tied yes. it to Tom Cruise. A reference nice. to Top Gun. Nice, Felk. Nice. Fireball Very, again, but is it in a glass good. with ice? Very it's good. in a glass with a ball, so I'm doubly balling. Ugh. So nice. Felk, what am I drinking? Uh, you're drinking red wine. Oh, that's not correct, Felk. Tonight I am drinking, in honor of Tom Cruise, an old-fashioned little bit of bitters, little bit of simple syrup, and some Maker's Mark with an ice cube. Is that even mentioned in cocktail? <sighs> old fashions? No, it's not. Because I've been drinking a Cuba Libre. Mm, I've had one of those on the show. Mm-hmm. In past episodes. Well, I managed to tie mine to Tom Cruise loosely. Um, you did. And Ballard, sir? I am drinking white wine. Is it on ice? Is it on the rocks? Nope. It's just, uh, you know, wine in a glass. In a scotch glass. A white wine. White wine. Hmm. Well, that's a delicious and exciting uh, thing there. Um, Noli confession. Noli has one. Oh, I do? Yeah, Noli. Oh, Oh, my confession confession was I hated night and day. Oh, no, guys, I have a confession. Well, it's not really a confession. But what is the worst Tom Cruise movie? Haven't we already discussed this on the t- on the Tom Cruise episode? Yeah, The Mummy. I think it might be The Mummy. Probably The Mummy. That I've well, seen, yeah. probably The Mummy. For listeners who are just joining us now, yes, it might be The Mummy. The Mummy is a horrible film. 
And go back, listeners, and please go listen to episode 35, Top Buns, a Tom Cruise boner fest, because that is a great episode as well, all about Tom Cruise. Just and like this one. top five Tom Cruise movies, but this one's a little different. Okay, hold on, hold on. There's a Noe confession and a Ballard question, but what does Felt get? Nothing. Oh, I, oh, oh I, 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 have, I have an update. Oh. You didn't put it in the document. It is completely relevant. I, it's completely relevant. Felt, I, felt, I thought, you, didn't, you didn't put it in the document, so nobody knew you had an update. So don't just chastise us over here. No, I'm not chastising you. I'm just trying to it get it It sounds like you're chastising me. Oh, I'm not chastising you. I enjoyed Mission Impossible 6 so much, I rewatched every single Mission Impossible movie. Even had to rent most of them on Amazon. Amazon.com. And, you know, you're right. Uh, Rogue Nation, with more investment in those characters, because I know they would uh, uh, would come back knowing that Ilsa Faust was no longer a one-off character. That's not a spoiler. You know she's in the next one. It's in the trailers. Um, Is that... You know, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. I was way more invested. And I think I was just maybe on my phone or whatever and, and not really fully appreciating the fact that it goes from the uh, water sequence, the underwater sequence to Tom's dead. Tom comes back alive. Then he's in a car, uh, car chase crashes, then is in a motorcycle chase. Yeah, it's fucking really amazing. That, that, motorcycle is, chase. that is like. A hardcore 20, 25 minutes of cinema right there. Like, just action-packed. I love it. Which, Noli, you called, by the way. I mean, before we ever did the episode, because, I mean, I, the movie came out before we made the show. But, Noli, you called in our, our text message thread that, that after that water sequence, you figured that it was going to be a crazy car chase, motorcycle chase, based on the shit we've seen in the trailers. And you were fucking dead right about that. Oh, well, I am dead right about a lot of things. You were also dead right about Star Wars: The Last Jedi that Luke was going to die. I'm lied about. I'm right. I'm about lied about a lot of things. <laughs> I'm lied about a lot of things. Don't be don't be racist against Asians. Oh, uh, you know you know when uh, you know that Lexus uh, or, or Toyota specifically when they were uh, looking to start a uh, you know buying up a massive luxury brand they were considering Rolls Royce and they turned it down because they could not pronounce the R's and L's. Lulz, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, amazing. Um, the executives couldn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> my other update Lulz. related is while watching these films because I was invested, but I mean I, I've seen Mission Impossible so many times. I was on the laptop, but I wanted to know a little more about the firearms usage in those movies. What type of gun does Ethan Matthew Hawk or damn it, Ethan Matthew <laughs> Hunt? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a fucking. That's, That's crazy. an old reference. That's an um, old reference. That is his full was name. Was it on purpose? No. Um, you no, know, it wasn't. I was, I, was, I was just trying to remember his middle name because he says it in the third one. Um, James? Not that that name has any significance to Felk. Um, anyways, so I, I, I found out about the Internet Movie Firearms Database. And I knew about the car one, but there's an Internet Movie Firearms Database that just like catalogs every firearm in a movie and even kind of reviews about the accuracy from them. And it was really interesting because I, I just went down a loophole and started like reading. I wanted to know like the guns used in every movie. And of course, the popular ones, you know, like Batman Begins and all those are like the most detailed. The but it also kind of gives a little bit of like, um, you know, since these guys, since movies are typically about action heroes, whether or not they're using their guns correctly and and l- when they mention the name of a gun, whether or not it really is accurate or it's just a fucking replica or a different type of gun. Turns out a movie that's very inaccurate about firearm usage 
The Rock. And a movie that's uh, very, in, sorry, very inaccurate was be The Rock. I was shocked by that. Like the, people are saying the wrong names for guns. People are loading guns that are already loaded or cocking uh, back guns that are already cocked and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, I just... I just watched that recently and I was I was picking up on that. There were a lot of inaccuracies with weapons and firearms. Yeah. Weirdly enough, though, the Mission Impossible series, at least uh, three onward or two onward, very accurate. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom really, everything he does, especially when he's actually explaining how to use a gun in three to when he's yeah, got the, the yeah. migraine thing. Yeah, that uh, was an awesome scene. That's an awesome scene. Everything he says is like, spot on and perfect and accurate about like how to like immediately quickly explain someone how to use a gun. I was kind of interested like, like that, that like found that I'm going to rewatch that scene that, that Tom, that Tom doesn't do anything. Like, it, cause like, yeah, gun wrong in terms of guns. He, he gets it all correct. And, uh, when, well, while other actors, Nicholas Cage in every Nicholas Cage action movie, especially How dare you? apparently, especially uh, Face Off, is just just ah guns. Yeah. Pew 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 pew. Face I Off, mean. Face Off. John Woo handed Nicholas Cage three suitcases and opened them up and said, "Which guns do you want?" And of course, Nicholas Cage goes, "I want the gold ones with dragons on them." Awesome. Who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. those are uh, a cool design. Although well, in several situation. shots, you can see that the barrels, like like the barrels, not even. So, so face off gun, Caster Troy's gun, I think is a forty five. I don't know. I'd have to look up but the, the Internet Movie Firearms Database. So, Phil, to your point, John Woo directed Mission Impossible 2 and face off. Right. Nick mm -hmm. Cage is shit in face off with guns. Tom Cruise is great in Mission Impossible 2 with guns. So that even goes more to your point to prove that Tom Cruise brought his intelligence, his understanding of the of the tool, the weapon. Right. Well, to, yeah, uh, I think like, John to, the, to the characters. Uh, well, Tom, Tom is such an involved producer in those movies. He likely would have been involved in hiring the weapons on site, on set weapons expert. So it's probably he, a friend. He cares about that. Like and Felk, <clears throat> Felk, Ethan Hunt's weapon of choice in Mission Impossible 2 is uh, in Mission Impossible 2. I know he uses the Beretta 92 FS. I think you are correct. Okay. That's what he uses. I know shit about And I don't think he uses that gun again in any Mission Impossible. But in Mission Impossible 2, he double wields a Beretta all day long. He also, he doesn't use one. He uses a Sig, a, a, I don't know if it's Sig Sawyer or SIG Sawyer for a lot of uh, the third one. Um, he hands a what's, Beretta. What's in the suitcase in 3? Is that a SCAR or a GL? That's a G36. Um, a G36. Okay. Yeah, which, is, which was a good weapon in uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, talk about guns, people. Talk about guns, shooting dicks off. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that, Cool Boy Nation. Don't do that. All right, Phil. What are we talking about? Well, we're not talking about fucking movies or Tom Cruise or movies in which Tom Cruise has starred, but we're talking about movies in which Tom Cruise's hair has starred. Because yes. We're we're gonna count down the, the top five best Tom Cruise haircut. Or simply because it's not the cut that really that because haircut kind of gives credit to the stylist, hair, the stylist, or, or what you could say barber if you, you want to be old school. But it's it's the hair itself that's starring. So top five, the top, top five, Tom Cruise hairs. This all happened. This has all happened because I googled Tom Cruise's hair and sent you the Google results, and I was just like, holy shit! You know, most people, most human beings can pull off one maybe two good haircuts. You're absolutely right. And Tom Cruise works with every single possible haircut. 
We got to talk about Tom Cruise's hair now. Absolutely. He's had, f- now. He's, he's had a few failures, so why don't we start off with some failures? Felk, I feel like that you came up with this while you were watching Mission Impossible franchise back last week, really. I was. He has a different haircut in every movie. Some are similar, but most have a no, unique no, no. style. He's got some similar, you know, one of the, similar okay, styles. One of the ones I hate, I, I, <laughs> sure, we can get into this. One of the ones I hate is in a Mission Impossible film. Can you guys guess which film, which haircut, and which movie I hate? Yes. Which one? It, you hate the one in five. Rogue Nation, that's Rogue correct. Nation. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. He has a horrible haircut. It's a horrible haircut. He has a horrible haircut. It's a horrible haircut. Terrible. 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 Oh, my God. Terrible. 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 Every time we hit a it's perfect just, one. It's just bland Tom Cruise haircut. And it kind of, you guys, I haven't seen Fallout yet, but it kind of looks like it's the same haircut. It's similar. Fallout? Honestly, since, yeah, since... I wish it's in different. Fallout he went back to like his crew cut Mission Impossible one and three haircut just to make some like continuity. The closest he's gotten to Mission Impossible one is probably I would say Mission Impossible three. three. It's definitely three. Yeah, yeah, three is three is it's not anywhere near as short though. It's so short in one. All right, we got to start coming down. Were you Canadian there? Our top five. Well, we're not done talking about shitty haircuts. I, I give up one. I need you guys to give up a shitty haircut, a hairable. I need to know your hairable haircuts. My hairable haircut for Tom Cruise is during cocktail when his hair transforms back to his Rain Man haircut for reshoots. So, like, you'll have his, like, Rain Man haircut, then his cocktail haircut, then his Rain Man haircut, then his cocktail haircut. And his Rain Man haircut is terrible because it's parted down the middle and feathered. Interesting. Horrible haircut. Okay. Totally 80s. It's bad. I have another one if you don't have one, Felk. Rock of ages. No, I have one. I'm just just double-checking it. Hold on. Yeah, his hair and Rock of Ages, I think, might be a wig. It's long. Uh, yeah, that that's, is, that's, that's a wig. That's a wig. And I think, by the way, in general, wigs are completely out. So you have to prove it's real hair. It's got to yeah. be It's real hair, you know, when we are doing our I'm top I'm thinking fives. that might be the only movie Tom Cruise wears a wig in. So um, he's worn a wig a few times. But um, I, I would say What's, for, oh, uh, for me, another terrible haircut, Valkyrie. Huh. Well, we should start, us off. We should start <laughs> our top five. We should, but Felk, you haven't given up your terrible haircut. I said Rock of Ages just now. Oh, that, that's a wig. It doesn't count. It counts because we don't know like, if it's... It sounds like Felk's number five is Valkyrie. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah, really. So, Ballard, what's your number, what's your number five Tom Cruise best haircut of all time? Oh, we're starting it. We're starting oh, it. Here we go. Guys. Here we go. Oh, guys. Oh, guys. I have it higher. My top five Tom Cruise's hairs. My number five is. You ready? Yes. Yes. Last Samurai. Oh, not on my list. Not on my list. Not on my list. And I'll. Okay, really? No one's list. Sake. Nobody's list. Okay. I've got some photos for proof because I feel like I need to explain everything. Oh, Jeffs, you're going to really test her. Wi-Fi connection here. I'm testing your ass in a second, big guy. Okay. There's two. I think that's enough. No way. You have to see. You have to see all of them. Okay. So, so I had Last Samurai, and it's mainly because this is real hair. This is real Tom Cruise hair connecting to what at the time accounted for a Tom Cruise beard. This is this is groundbreaking Tom Cruise moment. Not because it's his first time what? with long hair. No, 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 no. That would be my it's honorable not. mention legend. That is his first long hair performance. But this is the first time where Tom actually was able to connect his long mane of hair to his beard. 
It actually connects. There's a beard there. Tom finally hit, reached puberty, and he was able to grow the beard. And it is <laughs> like glorious. Is magnificent. He rides into battle with his hair blowing in the fucking wind. It's fantastic. It's all the strands are falling over the face all the time because he's in battle sequences with it. But when he's not in battle sequences with it, he is absolutely reappropriating Japanese culture by tying his shit up into like Japanese like samurai shit. It's wonderful. He completely tries to do you know Tom Cruise as a Japanese man. It's 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 like you only live <laughs> twice. It's it's a it's an incredible movie and it's not bad movie like I, the samurai versus ninja sequence the action sequence that takes place about halfway through the movie is fucking heart pounding it is a great yeah. action sequence and you are like immediately a fear of a blade coming near within anyone's flesh and then b you're afraid of anybody dying in that scene I need to revisit last samurai it came out in that period God. where like everyone was making historical like fucking like big grandiose fucking movies like Gladiator and Braveheart and like it just I passed it by like it was a one and done for me like I don't remember much about it except for Saki based on a true and, story I don't know if that's yeah. true but I think so it feels right Tom, Tom looks okay with the long hair and beard it, it's a good choice Ballard yeah and that's real hair and I've went and checked that is real that's legit hair that's Tom's hair he grew that for that yeah he did I, that for I, that us movie. remember that's the most important thing to hear about Tom Cruise everyone he's doing this shit He's doing it for you. It is all about you. He, is, he wants yeah. to make sure you are happy, that you are satisfied, and that you have a good time staring at the spectacle that is Tom Cruise. Tom, what is his name? Thomas Cruise Malthorpe or some shit like that? Map Other. Map Other. Fourth. Is that really what the it fourth? is? Yeah. Thomas Cruise Map Other the Fourth. I'm a super fan. Fucking, and fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think we talked yeah, about Bella, that in Top Buns. I'll have to go back and watch this film again. It's not even in, you know, in the pantheon of Tom Cruise films. It's never even mentioned. I don't even think it's in my top 15. But I, it's I, not. I need to go give this film a watch. It's not top 15 movie. It is absolutely it's Edward top Zwick, though, and I love Edward Zwick. It's a very forgettable movie. That's what I remember. I remember nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in the same boat. But it is it is worth mentioning because of the hair. It's good hair. I like it. All right, Noli, what's your five? This one's guaranteed to be on someone's list. Uh-oh. So let's just start talking about it because it's the only time Tom... Cr- no, it's not the only time. Tom Cruise did bald for Tropic Thunder. But I'm not talking about bald here. I'm talking about a silver fox Tom Cruise. I'm talking about... <laughs> Higher. <laughs> higher. 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 So it's higher. Higher. Higher and higher. Of course it would be. Well, it'll be a while before we talk about it again. Quite a while. Oh, God. Well, not number one, guys. Come on. No, it's not my number one. But, um, all right. Well, this is my number five. My number five might be the only time this one appears on this list because it's already been mentioned as someone's least favorite hair. And I got to say, I did not see that coming. (laughs) That's fun, everybody. Yes, that is the hair that Tom Cruise portraying Colonel Klaus von Staffenberg in Valkyrie. And of course, Valkyrie has been recently mentioned because it's about dat ass that Tom has in that movie. He's got a big old ass. But uh, no, I, I like I like the haircut. Now, 
Okay, it's not technically a Nazi haircut because Tom Klaus von Saffenberg was uh, hold on, let's see about top five. Uh, was not a Nazi. He was a German soldier. It's not technically in the SS, but of course they, you know, he was working with them and secretly trying to uh, kill that Hitler. Um, and that's the plot of the movie. But the real one of the really cool things about it. It's curly. It's the only time we've seen Tom Cruise's hair go curly. Yeah. That's not true. Well, not true, because I have one of my top five words, curly. Not this oh, wow. curly, not this German curly. But the, the image I put up in there is the fact that Tom actually it's looks curly. a lot like the real Klaus von, uh, uh, Klaus von Stauffenberg. Uh, th- and that was part of why he convinced... Um, uh, Brian? Br- no, yeah, not, not Brian. Christopher McQuarrie at the time, because Christopher McQuarrie was still slated to direct it. That, hey, and like, he I really- screen wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it and produced it and, and, and was wanting to direct it. Basically, he, he convinced him, like, hey, I look like this guy. I, I can play this guy. You know, let me play this part. And as a result, Tristan McCurry couldn't direct it because it was got like the budget got too big, but he probably wouldn't have got it made otherwise. And that's how he brought Brian Singer on because he knew him already because uh, they wanted a bigger name director to handle this thing. And Tom Cruise's German accent is flawless because he doesn't do one. He sounds like American Tom Cruise, which is a really the whole weird. Movie. Choice. No one does a German accent. They all no, do everyone accents. does their own natural accent. So British actors are just British. American actors are just American. And it's very weird. But I do remember thinking, I've never seen that specific type of curly historical hair from Tommy. And I liked it. And I also thought no one else would have it on their list. And I didn't want this entire list to be Mission, Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 4. I've got, got it higher. Phil... He has that nice curl there. We know what else. We know what other movie has a nice fluffy curl in the front on. Yeah. It's not. It's not on my list. But I have another movie. Color of money. Curly, but no. Well, color of money. No, he's got a coif. He's got a. Yeah, I guess it is more coiffed. It's like 1950s style. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, cocktail. He has a nice part with a curl going down, kind of Superman-ish. Okay. Yeah, it's very similar to the Valkyrie haircut, actually. Remember how the, the 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 that Nazi haircut, the Hitler Youth haircut, was like a like a like a big thing where it was. That's not the haircut Tom has in this movie, of course. I'm talking about the ones where it was like short on the sides but long on the on the top. The, the yeah. yeah that that uh, that rapper the Spielberg that every, haircut, the Spielberg Nazi haircut, yeah. Spielberg didn't have that haircut. It's, it's the hipster haircut. But, yeah, I mean, movie people in the movie Schindler's List have that haircut. Ray Fiennes yeah. kind of has that haircut. Yeah. Uh, Brad Brad Pitt had it in Fury. Brad Pitt had it in Fury because that was just yeah, a popular haircut that's from right. the time. That was just a popular that's haircut right. from the time. It wasn't really a Nazi haircut, but like that's what it got called, the Hitler Youth thing. And then somebody realized that, uh, hey, Macklemore, maybe stop calling it that. And, and pe- everybody decided that they shouldn't have that haircut anymore. And the haircut was deemed offensive. Cool. Sign of the times. Ballard, what's your number four? What is your number four? Guys, my number four is 1999's Magnolia. Don't have it on my list. I have it slightly higher. (laughs) Oh, really? You have it higher? Yeah. All right, well... I, I, I just want to say uh, the one thing about it, and we can move on. Yeah. Halfback. It's a halfback. It's a halfback ponytail. It is sexy. Oh, it's sexy. It makes me want to fuck them. I, 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 I lose control when I see it. So that's mine. That's my number four, Magnolia. Yeah. Was Magnolia, like, made right after he shot Mission Impossible 2? Is that why he still had the long hair? Um, I think, or that was the hair he was growing for Mission Impossible 2, perhaps. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's great hair. Because it came I mean, out in 99, so they must have shot it in, like, you know, 98, you know, so that's some time. 
Decision, decisions now. Do I like crank up the energy with my next one, and or do I shove it down the list until like? I'm realizing this is not a, a viable show topic. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nolan, what's your number four? No, we're talking about Guys, mo- we're talking about Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, it's, it's it's been it's very fine. viable. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pull something out of my ass right do here. Do it. Um, no, it's not out of my ass. Okay, guys. My number four. I only want it if it's out of your ass. My number four. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'm, of course, speaking about Tom Cruise's hair to in Top Gun. Oh, I have it higher. I don't have Tom Top Gun. <gasps> you have it I higher? Have it. I have it higher. Well, can I quickly say why it's great hair? Yes, sure, of course. You have it. Yes, as, as we always do with top fives, we always allow someone who has it, and if someone else has it higher, we always allow the person, of course, to be able to say a little something about it. Guys, when have you ever seen Tom Cruise's hair that fucking wet? Yes, that's in that my movie, that's my his reason. Hair that's my <laughs> is wet the whole time. It's wet in the plane. It's wet when he's in class, as the picture right there shows you. Yep. It's wet on the volleyball court. It's wet before his shower. It's wet during his shower. It's wet after his shower. It's wet during sex. It's wet during his anxiety. And it's wet during the fucking congratulations at the end. The movie, his whole hair is wet. Oh, yeah. Did you did you mention that it's wet during mission briefings? Yes, in class, in mission, mission briefings, same thing. And I think that hair is so good because I saw this movie as a young baby boy Ballard. Mm. And he was a fighter pilot. It was everything I wanted to be. He was a hero. And watching Tom Cruise, that was the only thing I knew. That that was a man right there, even all five, seven of them. But that was a fucking man, and his hair was perfect, and I needed that hair, and my hair needed to be wet at all times. All right, well, we can just pretty much bypass everything that I need to say because all I had in my notes was literally it was Top Gun 1986, the first hair baby boy Ballard met, so wet and so clean. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you pretty is. much hit, like, literally everything. I, I, I guess the surprise is what number is it? All right. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Move on. Perfect. Belk, what is your four? My number four is collateral. <laughs> Does someone have right. it higher? Higher. Oh no. Oh man. Uh, it's the higher. only. Uh, yeah, it's the only time we've seen Tom Cruise's hair be a different color than Tom Cruise's hair traditionally is, and it was gray. And and Tom was. I, he didn't wear old age makeup. He was just playing a older character than Tom. Because Tom's played All right, that's 35. enough of that. Moving on. Ballard, number three. Seriously? You can't get into more into my, like, my, like, yeah, we're like, we've touched upon collateral now twice. We're getting Ballard's far too into the collateral Ballard's now just worried that we're going to, like, I was moving it on to other Ballard, things, and then you just We're talking about it. hair. There's only a couple things to say about hair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we're, like, diving strictly, like, right into, like, I had a whole thing, but now I can't do it. All right, fine. Do it when I do it when I say it's my number. Then we all talk about it. That's the point. That's the whole purpose. We've been doing these since the first episode. Ballard just yeah. wants to say it first, right? Folk. Top fives. That's how we always do top fives. It's you let no higher. one go on for much longer than you let me go on. I know, it. and I try to, I, and I just because of that, he just ruined my number, whatever. So, oh, you're, be, so you're taking it out on me? No, I'm trying to end it before you ruin my next number, whatever. All right. Yeah, absolutely trying to prevent more more of my number being whatever number my numbers are for those. Make him stay, Merv. All right. Have, All right. I should have assumed that redundancy would be a problem on this list. <laughs> sure as hell would have been. Well, <laughs> nobody had Valkyrie and nobody had Magnolia and nobody. I didn't had think any of you would have collateral. I thought I was being fucking original. Yeah, I think we probably all thought that when we picked it. <laughs> 
Well, my number three is my only Mission Impossible movie. Guys, what is my favorite Mission Impossible hair? Mission Impossible 2. It's Mission Impossible 2. So, yes, my number three is Mission Impossible 2 from the year 2000. Nuff said. I have it higher. (laughs) Okay, moving on. That's your number three? That's my number three. God, I can't wait to find out what your number two and one are. I I think we already know. (laughs) (laughs) Is it collateral and Top Gun? Yep. Wait, whose turn is it now? Perfect. Noli. What's your number three? My number three Tom Cruise's hair is... Mm -hmm. My number three haircut for Tom Cruise is Mission Impossible 1. Wow. Oh, I've got it higher. (laughs) You have all the Mission Impossibles on your list. No, I only have one Mission Impossible on my list. I only have one on my list. And who knows which one it is. Who has two higher? I I love his Mission Impossible 1 hair because it's once again wet. And it's very crew cutty, but also Tom Cruisey. So it's like a fucking militaristic hairstyle, but also very Tom Cruise like. And it works perfectly. I wanted that haircut from the moment I saw it. Yeah, it, it is. It's good. Absolutely, it's a solid haircut for sure. I love it. It's one of my. It's one that I always like to get. I get. I essentially get two haircuts in my life. I get. I get uh, the Mission Impossible, or I get the Oblivion. That's about it. I, it's the only two haircuts I get. You don't have either of those haircuts. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not right now, I don't, but I do normally. I, that's what I get when I go the haircut. I right, well, that, now you're, you're taking up what my Mission Impossible story is going to be. <laughs> so let's move on. Wait, your hair, your Mission Impossible story is about haircuts? Awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's wonderful. move on. Is it my number three? It's your three. My number three is his haircut from Magnolia. Does anyone else have it higher? No, because I had it higher. I had it lower. Excuse me. Oh, remember? I not on your list. No, it was on my list, remember? I'm asking Nolan now. Oh. It's not on my list, no. Okay. Did either of you read Neil Strauss's The Game? Nope. Have you heard of it? Know what that's about? Is it, it's, is it the Michael Douglas game movie? No. It's, it's, okay. a, it's about the fucking pickup artist movement that, that started at, at the time that Magnolia was being popularized. I don't remember the name of the actual guy that they met, that P.T. Anderson and Tom Cruise actually met and, like, based the character off. But that's who he's playing. A guy gives seminars about how to T.J. Mackey? Is that his that's name? That's the character, yeah. Um, and uh, Neil Strauss talks about meeting him in the book uh, when he was researching pickup artists who, like, teach this stuff. And, and about how, at the end of it, uh, you know, he meets Tom Cruise and how he realizes that Tom Cruise uses every single pickup artist uh, technique in just day-to-day conversations. The way he laughs a little too long. He holds his laugh so that you don't know whether or not you should keep laughing or he he is setting the tempo <laughs> really? for the conversation. He is setting the control for this, the, the, the conversation. He's an, he uses anchor words so that you mm. remember the conversation that you had with him. All that shit. But at the end, he says, now you realize, to, to the, the pickup artist guys, like you realize that this stuff is very bad. Like, this is like giving, you know, teaching this stuff to people without teaching the responsibilities, like giving loaded guns to, to kids and stuff. Um, and, and that's what he based the character around. Where like he he wanted to make it so that the character it's not a mockery of the pickup artists. It, it kind of is, but it's not a mockery of the pickup artist educators uh, because the techniques he's using kind of work. But he's giving them out because of some other like cause. He's got personal issues with the fact that. His dad just left his mom. And there's that scene at the end where he's with um, uh, Jason Robert, who plays his father. 
uh, the late Jason Robert, who was like literally dying when he was making that movie, playing a character dying. And uh, Tom's got that one strand of hair out of place because that's the part where his he's emotionally breaking down. And, yes. and I, that's where I, I, I mentioned this, because that's Tom Cruise acting with every cell of his body, including his hairs, <laughs> his hairs, yes, you were right. twirl, his hairs. And to play a douchebag, what does he what does he wear? He essentially has a man bun before man bun was associated with douchebags. I like that. Yeah, he, he knew he, he set he the tempo. That's it. It's not a it's not a man bun. It's a halfback ponytail. It's a halfback ponytail, but it's a very Silver Lakey hair before Silver Lake was even a thing. Silver Lake was bodegas back then, man. No, yeah, you, you're right. He's ahead of the curve. He always is ahead of the curve. I he mean, sets the tempo for for the rest of society, for Hollywood, for 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 people, for the conversation you're having with him right then and there. He's the one who controls the pace, and thus that's the mastery of Tom Cruise. And of course, a lot of that's tied to. The techniques of Scientology trains, which are frankly somewhat similar to um, what pickup artists teach. NLP. If you don't know what NLP stands for, it's neuro linguistic programming. And if you don't know what that means, you're missing out because it's some powerful shit. Yeah, Phil, you say some uh, uh, interesting things there. Uh, Brad Pitt has mentioned working with him on Interview with the Vampire, everything you just said, yeah. how it felt like he was talking to an actor and a robot and not a human yeah. being every time he talked to Tom Cruise. Really? Because he's controlling every measure of what he says to like uh, to attain a, a goal, to set like to kind of set, setting the tempo of the conversation is a big part of neurolinguistic programming. Well, there you go, Cool Boy Nation. You learned something. It's great. It meant a lot to me to see that Tom uses that shit because when I first found out about this stuff, because it wasn't, it wasn't in the book. I, I met a friend in law school who used to be part of the Project Austin thing, and he taught. He he just kind of told me all this shit, and he told me about peacocking, and he would like wear like fucking feather boas and shit to bars in San Antonio, Weird. and I was just like, dude, I'm not gonna dress like that. He's like, don't fucking dress like. Tom Cruise does wear a, a jacket and tie next time we go out to like do whatever you want just stand out but you don't have to stand out in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable that's the worst thing you can do and Tom Cruise taught me a lot because I realized Tom Cruise has been doing that his whole life he is always slightly overdressed for every scenario he's in is he? he knows what he was doing in Magnolia he wasn't just coming he wasn't that wasn't just a random character that was something he was very well versed in and even the hair even the hair represents. Are we going to see that Tom Cruise again, like in a PT Anderson film? Are we, are we going to see that kind of dramatic performance? No, not after Tom the master. Cruise? Yeah, no. not after the master. He's never going to work. He got with PT he, he got approval to do the master, or he kind of gave Tom the heads up. He was doing the master, one of the two. But after the master, there's no way. There's no, no way Tom will ever be able to work with him again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wait, what happened? The, ma he, the master's about yeah. Scientology. Yeah. It's, 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 oh, yes, 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 it's yes. not yes. really about Scientology, but it's about Scientology, quote unquote. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not pointing any fingers or making any illusions, but the guy who played, uh, uh, now I can't remember the name of the Scientology guy. L. Ron Hubbard. The guy who played the, it wasn't really L. Ron Hubbard, but it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Clearly, L. Ron Hubbard. Looks exactly yeah, and what like happened him. to Philip Seymour Hoffman like a year after that movie? He commits overdosed. Suicide. Yeah. Are you overdosed or was it commit suicide? Well, he quote unquote overdosed or quote unquote committed suicide. Quote unquote. Allegedly. 
I think he overdosed on heroin. Yeah, he was probably just a heroin addict his entire life and fat. But what did L. Ron Hubbard do? Did he overdose on drugs too? I don't even know. No, I think he just died, he just died of a heart attack. as a captain of his own ship. Oh, Phil, are you so you're trying to say that Tom Cruise had him killed? Allegedly, quote yeah, unquote. Okay. Right, Scientology fine. has had people disappear. Oh yeah. Yes, and the leader's and, wife yes. is still missing. What? David Miscavige's wife is still missing. Yeah, like like somebody saw her in the forest once. David Miscavige. Miscavige. David Miscavige. David Miscavige. Yes. And his dad is the biggest. You know, guys, I think I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, but I think David Miscavige is a Tom Cruise, like, super duper fan. Super duper. They salute each other. They're fucking. Yeah, they're about the same height. They salute each other. They fucking grease each other off. Dicks upon dicks upon dicks. The best. The bestest. Absolutely. The where where are we right now? Where, you know where on? we are? We're in a fucking episode about hair, and I love what we just talked about. Like that was fucking great. Like like the, like Felk, you took Magnolia further than I would. My my here's my conversation about Magnolia. Tom Cruise's hair is fuckable. Moving on. My next one. Tom Cruise's hair is fuckable. Next one. Tom Cruise's hair is fuckable. <laughs> next one. My number two. Tom Cruise's hair is fuckable in Top Gun because it's so wet and it's so clean and it's the first time Baby Boy Ballard ever met Tom Cruise. Like, literally, literally, all I fucking classify and qualify and quantify my Tom Cruise's is how fuckable the hair he's wearing on his head is. Or does it's it attach true. to a beard or not? At, and like you had this whole great breakdown from the fucking book, the game, and then all the shit that came into like whatever it was, the way to like just gain someone's attention in a conversation, communication. That's thank awesome. you, thank you, thank you. As an organization, I by find, the way that was my number two, and we can move on from my number two. As an organization, I find Scientology scary, but the basics of what they teach, which is often about uh, controlling your personal fear controlling your emotions and emotionally charged conversations and situations and controlling conversations using specific words and, and, and techniques and, and control techniques so that you're the person who's setting the way the conversation goes. It works. It's all based in science and true, even if other shit that Scientology has is, is crazy. And Tom Cruise is proof that it fucking works. I just watched the whole interview with Ron Miscavige um, and where he talks about that specifically about Scientology. And it's actually with the Joe Rogan podcast. And Joe Rogan literally says, like, there are things about Scientology because he looked into it. Who's Ron? Is his brother? That are actually Ron is his dad. Okay. And and he talks about how, like, like there are things that like that they do that if they could just get rid of the creepy bullshit, like they would actually be a really helpful organization. Yeah, I agree. And this is Ron Miscavige, David Miscavige's dad, who has left the Church of Scientology completely, like ran away from it, and he's completely disavowed at this point. And by the way, again, my number two was Top Guns because it's so wet and so clean. Noli, what's your number two? <laughs> Top Cruise hair. My number two won't be on anyone's list. Mine, of course is the fucking fabulous hair of Cole Trickle in Days of Thunder. Not on my list. I remember his hair in that movie. Yeah, not on my list. Because, Phil, his hair was curly 
and dyed a weird hue of orange in that film. The only time Tom Cruise has had a weird hue dye of orange. Okay, that's because he wanted it to be blonde and they fucked up the bleaching. Or the dying of well, it. It's, it's not curly, it's wavy. Perfect. It's wavy, which is different. It's curly and wavy, and it's first time maybe he was long, besides Legend. This is like a precursor to Tom Cruise hair. This, this is when he started long. changing his hair. This isn't long, this is just helmet head. No, it's pretty it's long. Wavy. I can provide more pictures where it's fucking longer. You better. It's a long haircut. But Legend is, and we've already stated this, Legend is the longest and first time he's ever done it. Yeah, that's not, that's not longer than Mission Impossible 2 or anything. Or as even as long no, as Mission Impossible well 2. Well before Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's not even near that. It's not even near it. That's just beautiful. That's just he hasn't taken had a haircut in a while. That's all that is. It's beautiful, is what it is. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous hair though. It's fucking gorgeous. He, and Ballard, like you, <laughs> my list is all about which Tom Cruise would we like to fuck the most. <laughs> and Days of Thunder is number two because it's just it's different. You know, it's Tommy, but it's a little bit different. It's like, you know, when your girlfriend or your wife changes her hair for that one weekend with a new stylist, and you're like, oh, I got a new girlfriend <laughs> and a new wife. That's all it is. The simple pleasures. And I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's great hair. It's fuckable hair for sure. Um, I, I, It's not something that I really thought of until you mentioned it, and I feel like I could have easily replaced, you know, uh, fucking Last Samurai with it. Yeah, I, and Felk, you hate Days of Thunder. I don't hate it. I still think it's a good movie. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. It's a great movie. It is Top Gun on wheels. And that's why it's fantastic. No one has anything else to say positive about Days of Thunder besides Tom Cruise's very fuckable yeah, haircut. We've talked enough about Days of Thunder. Dude, that's all, I, that's all I can say about these haircuts. They're just fuckable. They're the most fuckable things I've ever seen. But some people are just joining Cool Boy Nation for the first time and they don't know. I'm sorry if that's the case. Yeah. Our other episodes, we typically have a lot more to work with with our topics. <laughs> This was Felk's episode too. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, yeah, I mean, I well, I suggested. I, I just suddenly got texted, and you guys were like, "This is a show topic," and I'm like, "All right." All right. And yeah, you <laughs> said that. You were excited about this being a show topic. Well, a boner. It could be a boner. It could be. I meant. I meant like a boner topic, not a full show topic. But well, you know what? Tom Cruise sometimes demands a Here whole show. Here we are. Show. <laughs> you even mentioned. You even mentioned private, privately to me that you wanted to continue with this one down the road on this one. Just to see where it goes. Just to see where it goes. My number two. Is the most, I think, Tom Cruise haircut Tom Cruise has ever Tom Cruise in a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, shit. I feel like it's the default Tom Cruise haircut, where if you just shed, like, oh, I need Tom Cruise, like, standard. Nine day. No ad additional trim levels. Jack Reacher. No bells. No whistles. Oh, Jack Reacher. Default Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire. Uh, oh, Jerry. Now, if you look at the movie Jerry Maguire... You'll notice that when he's everything's going fine, every hair is like off his forehead. They're all perfectly coiffed and perfectly designed. <laughs> but when he gets fired by Jay Moore, and he comes back and he's making the phone calls, his hair goes down a Felk. little bit. It's over Felk, his forehead. you were right. You were all about the acting with his hair. And I want to know whose choice is this? Is this the director's choice with his fucking loose hairs? Or is this Tom Cruise's choice? Be like, I have to have this loose hair right here. It's Cruise. Okay. It's settled then. It, confirmed. It's Cruise's choice. Yeah, no, you're right. And Tom Cruise does sweaty hair so well, as we've already talked about with Top Gun. Yes, he does. Oh, so wet and so sweaty. Wet hair, Tom Cruise looks yeah, perfect. You can see. And at the end, when he's the most disheveled, his hair is the like the the, the like the most messed up. But when he's with Renee Zellweger, 
um, like it starts to be okay again. He acts with his hair and it's that like it's it's not too long. It's not too short. It's just default Tom. That's a default Tom Cruise haircut. I mean, he's almost had variations of that in Mission Possible. I don't know if it's I, I think it's not like I think it's default to some extent, but I don't think it's like horribly default. Like, I definitely think that the haircuts that he busts out in like Top Gun, you know, or like even Mission Impossible, like I think those are his default. I think of I think of short, like real short Tom Cruise as default. I don't I don't really think of like he's, that he's never really point. had real short except for Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible three. Like this is what Phil's providing me here in Jerry Maguire. That is like short on the sides, a little bit of length on the top. That is a Tom Cruise default haircut to me. Yeah, I agree. Default. Perfect. Something he can come over to the side and have a little bit of hair hanging in his face. That's stock cruise, basically. Yeah. Stock images. Stock cruise. Yeah, I guess you're right, because that's kind of like a few good men, isn't it? That, and and War of the Worlds. Minority Port is really tiny, really tight. Jack the Reacher is real tiny and tight. Oblivion is kind of just, it's up, but it would go over his forehead if it was down. See, Oblivion is in the uh, range of uh, stock crews. Edge yes, of Tomorrow is definitely stock crews. I mean, because they, 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 they were hiring Tom Cruise to play a character. They were hiring Tom Cruise to play Tom Cruise in Oblivion, and that's why you don't want the hair to outshine the Tom. Exactly. You want the hair to be part of Tom, but not like a separate entity that's creating a different character the way it is in Magnolia. Like Far and Away. Or Collateral. Far and Away, he's absolutely, it's it's all over the place. It's almost like a bowl cut. Far and Away is right after Days of Thunder, right before. That was in his phase where he was just like, I'm going to get wild with my hair. He, he added that little wave in it. I don't know where that wave came from. I, does Tom Cruise straighten his hair or is it naturally wavy? We do not know. It, it, you, you'll never know because it's always changed. It's always been different. I think Jerry is basically his natural haircut. I don't know. Felk, you provided some Im- images from Taps, and uh, I think his natural hair is Did something I? close to risky business, which is that, like, Tom Cruise, I think, has really naturally thin hair, but somehow it stayed perfect for years. Somehow it got wavy. Like, I don't know. Jeans. It's genetics, man. It's genetics. How do you take naturally, like, really thin hair, though, and make it so wavy like that? Fiber. Fiber? Fiber. Uh, fiber. Crimp, no, he cr- they cr- Scientology? They crimped it for Valkyrie, at least. It was crimped. But, like, I mean, look at it. Look at his hair in Taps and uh, fucking, uh, what's the movie? I just, Risky Business. That is thin, feathered hair. I mean, Isn't it's 80s. Isn't Taps, it's like, thin, super though. short, though? Yeah, like, Taps super, is short, a military short. cut. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's thin. You can see, like, it lays down on itself. It's so thin. Like, when did he get, like, this sick, robust hair? I don't know. From I mean, it really isn't always like it's one hundred percent cruise. I mean, it's celebrity fucking millions and millions of dollars. You know, they get they get the access. I mean, no, I don't, see, no I don't think thin. so. Matthew, if you look at like like people like Matthew McConaughey, who has been taking fucking um, pills up up the ass. I can't remember the name of the pills I took. Um, and and, and <laughs> Rogaine and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I could pull it up. What's it called? I can't remember. Um, Propecia. Propecia. Hems? Propecia. Yeah, Propecia. Oh, That's Propecia. the name brand of it. Uh, finasteride, that's what it's really called. Uh, he's been taking that shit and, and, and all that stuff like to, to deal, and he's had implants. Tom, I think, just has really good genes. That's why he, at 50-whatever, looks 35. and uh, Somewhat, yeah. And, and, like, it extends to his hair. It extends to his fingernails. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed now that his old age, what is he, 50? 56. 55? 56. 56? He's almost 60. Tom... You can give us a little bit of gray. You gave it to us in Collateral, which we'll talk about soon. But why not give us some more? Like, why do you always have to be this perfectly brown-haired man? Like, that's not what you are anymore. You act your age, man. I don't you think he has any. Yet. I don't think he can. I don't think he can gray. 
it's not the only movie he's great in. In Vanilla Sky, you see on his uh, 40th birthday, he has like one gray. Or it's not it's not his 40th birthday of the movie, but like he was 40 then. He has one gray hair and he yanks it. And I'm, I, I, I cringe because I'm like, I would never yank a hair because every hair on my head is precious and needs Aww, to stay there. Precious. Fuck you, have plenty of hair. It's the truth. Um, I think Tom Cruise. Yeah. Is he going to rock brown hair until he's like 80 years old like some of these actors do? No, I think he'll when he realizes that he gets that point. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I mean, John Travolta hasn't stopped, right? There used to be hair all down here. We can't talk about it. We cannot talk about it. I used to have hair. I used to have hair all here. We can't talk about it. I used to have hair all here, and now it's up here. Felk, you're fine. We're all dying, Felk. Yeah, but my yeah. hair's dying. All right, well, before we get to our number ones, can we take a drink break? For drink break. Sure, why not? Okay, I'll be right back. We all know what everyone's number one is, though. <laughs> I'm sure mine's a mystery. I can probably guess. Did you see my butt? <laughs> no, I didn't. All right. What's happening? Welcome back to the Cool Boys Podcast. Are we ready for our number ones? So we are at All That Sexy Hair brings us to the best possible hair in the best possible Tom Cruise hair world, our number ones. But guys, I gotta interject real quick. Guys, 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 guys. What? I just got one quick question. Before we get to our most fabulous Tom Cruise number one hairs, are you ready? Uh oh. Uh oh. Would, Would you, you rather? Oh no. Be maverick and have all the amazing beach volleyball gay sex you can handle. Get all the accolades that come with being an all-American hero, but you have to marry Kelly McGinnis forever. Or be cold trickle and rub and bump all the red-blooded good old boys you can handle. Get all the accolades that come with being a stock car driver. Have to marry Nicole Kidman, but secretly, yeah. you are fucking Rowdy Burns in the barn. Thinking about fucking, because like, in terms of in, t- in terms of fucking, you either get to fuck a lesbian who will age terribly, or you get to fuck your wife. Neat. Mm. <laughs> Marital sex. But secretly, you're fucking a man in the butt, and Rowdy Burns. Is a man. And which one? In Top Top Gun, or are you saying he's gay in Top Gun, or are you saying he's gay in Days of Thunder? Days of Thunder. He's gay in Days of Thunder. He's fucking Rowdy Burns in the barn. You only fuck in the barn. And he's not gay in Top Gun. Fucking uh, fucking goose. Well, no, the question says you get to have all the most amazing beach volleyball gay sex you can handle. What what can you handle? I'd rather be you a know, fighter pilot than a fucking NASCAR driver. Wait, in NASCAR, wait. Though, I'm making millions of dollars. I'm not making any money being a top hot shot. Fighter they, pilot. They probably make like low six figures, maybe. And you're an all American hero, but you're not making like all that money and all the all them trophies. And you might die. Yeah, yeah. You might die in both. I'd rather be Maverick because you know what? You know what? Maverick's huh. gonna be in another movie, but ain't no Cole Trickle gonna be in another in a fucking soft reboot and he made anytime soon. Oh my god, that's next. That's literally next. No, there's that's no next. way. Joseph Kaczynski won't even fucking direct that shit. He's like, you think he'll do Days of Thunder two next? Oh my god, wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. Felk, you are Maverick. Ballard, what are you? Wait, is Kelly McGinnis in the new one? No, she's okay, not. Okay, good, yeah, because have you seen what she looks like right now? So wait, so one is like... This isn't a hard one. Have a really hot wife that you don't ever fuck and because you're, you're, you're too gay with Rowdy, or god. the other one is essentially gay all the time with volleyball, but your wife is not good looking. And so I have to break it down to career, and, and in the end, I just want to fucking fly Tomcats all day. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
I mean, that would be better than doing stock car laps, you know, around a track. I would rather fly a fucking F-14. Yeah, it depends. If if you were a gay man, maybe fucking Rowdy Burns in the barn sounds like a good time and just, like, going around endlessly in a loop. That sounds fun, I guess, but I, not for me. And Nicole Kidman, honestly, that's like fucking a skeleton. I'm not down with it. She 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 was really hot in Far and Away. She's really hot in Days of Thunder, though. Like, she is really hot in those movies. Mm-hmm. She's got a great line that turns me on every time in Days of Thunder, and it's, uh, let me out of the cock hole. Let me out of the cock hole. Let me out of the cock hole. Yeah, let me out of the cock hole. <laughs> yeah, she's great in that movie. She looks great. But she's also, like, you know, chubby and young and all that shit and didn't realize she needed to start thinning up as she gets older to be able to be filmable. And let's be honest. Just flying a Tomcat sounds like the best job in the world. Felk, what was so, your yeah. answer again? Tomcat flying? Uh, Maverick, because he's at least, like, getting another movie, and people, like, fondly remember that movie. And no one Nobody fondly remembers Mickey, Days of Mike, Thunder. Mickey Rourke, or not Mickey Rourke, Michael Rooker. That's the problem. What? No yeah, you don't want to fuck Michael Rooker? Yeah, that's rowdy. Henry fucking portrait of a serial killer? Who wants yeah. to fuck that? Do you guys know the story that um, that movie was playing in theaters, Henry, portrait of a serial killer, and he wanted to go check on an audience to kind of see how the movie was actually playing in theaters? Walked into a theater, but as he's walking in, a woman at the same time who was having way too much anxiety watching the film because it was too violent, too intense for her, got up out of the movie theater, walked out of the theater, and fucking walked right into him and almost had a heart attack because she immediately associated him with the movie and yeah. not thinking, like, this is an actor. She thought she was about to die. You guys he, ever hear that what story? What movie is this? What movie is this? Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. He was there it's, when... It's supposed uh, to be a very visceral, very realistic portrayal of a serial killer's lifestyle. I've never seen it. But I've watched it once, good. but man, it is, it is it is a tough thing to get through. Yeah, it is tough. Good. Like a, is it, it's a bad movie or like a good movie that's just hard to watch? Uh, it's yeah, hard good to watch. that's hard to watch. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as good because it's, it's, but it's just, it, it, it's like basically all, mostly from um, like VHS recordings. Like, so it all feels like you're actually watching the shit. And it's probably a little bit easier to watch now I saw it in college. I did not really know who Michael Roker was, um, but now having uh, you know The Walking Dead and Yondu, and, and Yondu, people are familiar enough with him as an actor that might have less impact. And of course, having seen uh, The Dark Knight with Michael Roker uh, was a crazy experience. That everybody in the audience before the movie started was like, "Oh, that's the guy. That's por- that's his portrait of a serial killer guy. That's a, he's scary." Oh, really? Nobody's ever people. People were saying like, "Portrait of a serial killer." Henry Portrait of a serial killer. No one said, "Oh, it's it's the guy from Days of Thunder." <laughs> yeah. No, to me, Michael Rooker's always Rowdy Burns, and he's always a sidekick from one of the best '90s action films, Cliffhanger. All right, real quick question. Oh my God, Cliffhanger! By the way, Felk hates that. Listen to last week's episode, a Mission Impossible Fallout spoiler. Cast I do not hate it. I why said it's Felk fine. Why doesn't like Cliffhanger? I said but, it's um, fine. If you're if you're if you're dealing with you know Technically Tom fine. Cruise specific movies and not Michael Rooker specific movies, but Tom Cruise specific movies, what breaks your heart more when Rowdy? no longer is able to drive the thing he loves, stock cars, or when Goose dies. Oh, it's Goose. Goose dying is a really traumatic scene. <laughs> no, no one cares about Rowdy. Oh, come Maybe on, like, Rowdy doesn't get to do the thing he loves anymore. That's really hard. I love Tom Cruise gets, Tom Cruise is this Michael Keaton moment where he gets to like, say like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts, and smacks a baseball bat against like the pool table and points it at him. 
I'm like, wait, no, but the, yeah, when he's like trying to like sober him up. You can't just also, also, you can't just throw that at, at, at me out of context, Nolan. My concern with my concern with Cliffhanger is that the big final fight is between gigantic, powerful Sylvester Stallone in a fist fight with John no. Lithgow. And no. it's like, that's not going to be a physical threat to no. him. It, it's just like the whole time. Like, it's not we, what you said. One punch should be no. enough. Yeah, too many, too many Arnold movies ended the same way. That's, that's in context after the whole conversation. What you said was is that you just don't high, hold that film in – essentially what you said to break it down was that you just don't hold that film in high regard and don't understand why – As high regard as you high, such high regard. Not based on the, the final fight in Act 3. I said it's technically fine. It just it doesn't instill the same like. You, yeah, you said it's technically cliffhanger. Fine. I don't want to spoil myself, but if cliffhanger, if we were to top five Sylvester Stallone <laughs> episode, cliffhanger would be in my top five. I don't know where it would be, but it'd be. It'd probably five. be in my top five too, just because there's not that many great Sylvester Stallone movies. Fuck you! No <laughs> That's way! Not That's not true. There's there's at least five Rockies that should be in that top list. No there specialist. No, Over how many top. Arnold movies ended the same way though? Like fucking Bennett could honestly beat Arnold in a fist fight. Come on, he had to fight through a fucking pipe through his stomach. Yeah, but like Bennett. at least in precedent. Like precedent is like Arnold fought a predator. You know, like that's hard. Like let off some steam. Yeah, Sylvester's never really fought something bigger than him in any movie. Wesley Snipes is like the most imposing thing he's fought in a movie. Maybe no Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph. Dolph is huge. I guess Dolph six five. Dolph's a foot taller than fucking Stallone. Yes, Dolph's fine. But that, was, that, that wasn't a fight fight. That was a regulated fight. That was a boxing match. Who knows, dude? That was a fight to the death, man. He killed Apollo. Not until the next movie. No, no, he'd already done it in that movie. He but, did it in three. <laughs> he done killed it. Apollo in three. No, he killed Apollo in the beginning of four. Yeah, no, no. He, he no, killed no, Apollo he killed in the Apollo opening of four. four. Yeah, Hulk was opening. three. No. Hulk Hogan. Hulk was... Yeah. No, not Hulk Hogan was three. Mr. T was three. Uh, I don't know, dude. Stallone also fought Van Damme in a fist fight. Oh, yeah. That was Wait, actually Mr. the T best was part Hulk of Hogan's not in any Rocky movie. Yeah, Hogan, yes, he Hogan's, is. Hogan's he's in the beginning of three. He's in three. Yeah. He's the opening oh, scene. Oh, the opening. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, three is all about yeah. Mr. T, but Hogan was the beginning. Clubber Lane. I forgot about that. Hulkamania. All right, guys. Uh, Well, let's folk. You got copy there. Let's get into our number ones. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Oh, I was going to say gmail.com, but I don't want to have people misdirect their emails to us. Well, Cool Boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to get back to our cool boy show topic. <laughs> I was, as I was reading it, I was like, that doesn't apply. Oh, get back to it. There, that makes sense. Because we are now at number one. T minus cool boys and counting. Three, two, one. Number one. Number one. Number one. And Ballard, what is your number one? Number one. My number one is, as you guessed it, Cool Boy Nation, it is Collateral. Which was my number five. And Felk, it was your number four. Four. So Felk said earlier, he's like, oh my God, I'm super original because I thought of fucking Collateral. And I literally thought the same thing last night when we came up with this during the text message thread. And I thought to myself, and I said to my wife who was sitting next to me on, you know, on the couch watching TV. 
I was like, oh my god, babe, collateral, I'm going to pick it as number one. It's going to be so fucking awesome, and the guys are going to think it's so cool, and they're going to love me so much. And it's going to be great because I'm going to start off with Last Samurai. So I went from Tom's first beard to Tom's greatest beard. And I said greatest beard. Oh, shit. Because I really, really fucking love collateral. I, I think it's the most fuckable Tom Cruise for sure um, you have out there. I, I don't think there's a better fuckable Tom Cruise. See, like, older men. His, it's, it's not even a beard. It's a 5 o'clock shadow. It's Silver Fox. It's Silver Fox to the max, no pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, Vincent is great, and yes. um, I I think it's a fucking fantastic haircut, and it's the best hair. It is a great haircut. He pulls off and because great, just like Michael Mann ever wanted. Yeah, is Vin is his haircut in Collateral a wig or is it just dyed? Dyed, or is it natural? Uh, or is that is that natural, Tom? Is that what you think? No, I don't think yeah. so. I think it's it, it's it's sprayed. Uh, well, probably not sprayed in. Maybe it just permanently dyed. Uh, it is. It, but his beard had the hint of the grays. Like you, it's hard to dye a beard. Yeah, but it's possible. No, it's I possible. I do it every Halloween. You, you can do it. It's it's it's, it's, it's just like spray and stuff. Okay. Every Halloween, what, what do you go as? Steve's a zoo. <laughs> huh. I thought you went as Tom Cruise every Halloween as oh, no, this guy. I, I can't pull off Vincent, but I can pull off Steve Zuzu for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have a I have a Steve Zuzu outfit I've saved from like back in two thousand and like six. You used it more than once. Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. That's taboo. It's Steve. Can't do that. It smells. No, yeah, you can't. You do can that. wash it two times the max. Just wash it. But um, before we move on to anyone else's number one, I just want to hit on something because we haven't touched upon it, we haven't talked about it, we haven't discussed this at all. And I really thought that at some point someone was going to say something about this, but we didn't. So Minority Report, guys, if you go to my honorable mentions, Minority Report, Tom actually shaved his hair for Minority Report. It did. Now Which we've talked about this before. We may have talked about this even in Top Buns, but look, and you can actually see. Shaved head Tom, but there's a paparazzi photo I found where Tom was actually wearing beanies, little Jimmy hats around because he actually shaved his head and he's cold. Tom has 0% body fat, so of course he gets cold. That is legit. Tom fucking shaved his head for Spielberg. That's impressive. Not many actors really do shave their head. You know, uh, you get a couple actors that are maybe fortunately bald and then, you know, just have to just take off the wig. John Travolta not talking about it, but I, I I really love Tom Cruise's shaved head, legitimately shaved head for Minority Report. Sure. So Nolan, Minor what Minority Report that is a generic Tom. Cruise. That's a Tom stock haircut as well. It's short. Now that's real short. That's like Mission Impossible short. It, no, it's Mission Impossible three short. No, not it's, quite Mission, it's Impossible Mission Impossible short. short. No, it's Mission Impossible short. three short. No, look it. I have it right here. Uh, I can send you. Actually, the link. you know what? it's it's pretty short actually. I'm it's looking almost a buzz at it. cut. It's almost a buzz cut. It's super short. By the way, if you if you type Tom Cruise M I N, it does obviously Google knows you're looking for Minority Report, but the second one below it is Minecraft skin, and I'm wondering if there's a Tom Cruise skin for Minecraft now. Well, I'm gonna have to look so into that. And no, I'm looking. I'm it. looking at Tom right now. There's no fucking. That's not even look. That is not Minority Report right there. Whatever you're looking at is not Minority Report. Yeah, ow, ow, I, I banged my angle. I banged my angle. That's how short his hair is. It's almost it's a, short. a commando mullet. Yeah. That's a bad haircut. It's a bad, That's a bad haircut. haircut. All right. So, Noli, what's your number one? What's your number one, Nolan? Are you guys ready for it? I am ready. Because we haven't talked about it enough. We haven't talked about this enough. It's Ballard's number three, Phil, it's not on your list. It's 
my favorite hair from the best Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise's hair in Mission Impossible 2. Oh, look at some of the photos I posted. Now I know why There's you want to There's one that me. is indicative of everything Nolan ever wanted. Nolan, look at the third photo of Mission Impossible 2 with a slight cut over his cheek when he catches the knife, he's about to throw it back. Yes, that was the picture I was going to post for you guys, but that is the quintessential Mission Impossible 2 haircut. It is perfect. The hair is always flowing in the wind when he's riding that motorcycle. Here's the thing. Oh, here's it's so Here's fun. the thing. How different Tom Cruise's hair is in Mission Impossible 2 to how his hair is in Mission Impossible 1, how different it is, is indicative of how different as a movie Mission Impossible 2 is to Mission Impossible 1. Mission Impossible 1, understated spy thriller, no real gun, no real action sequences, at least not gun-based action sequences. Mission Impossible 2, wilder, bigger, Yeah, you mentioned that in, uh, in our last episode as well. That's true. But I didn't tie it to the hair being part of the everything going in multiple directions, going and branching off, becoming, growing, expanding, because his hair is branching off and growing because it twists at the very end. It's feathered. Feathering hair is difficult for men. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, Hayden uh, Hayden Christensen, I almost said Hayden Panettiere, uh, Hayden Christensen's hair in Revenge of, the, Revenge of the Sith is feathered. Tom Cruise's hair in Mission Impossible 2 is feathered. Farrah Fawcett's hair that everyone knows from Charlie's Angels days, that's feathered. Feathering your hair is a process where they crimp it and twit at the very end and then treat it. And uh, men should be able to feather their hair. I love how much Philk knows about this. I, I love feathered hair. Yeah. Philk, but Mission Impossible 4, his hair is 90% Mission Impossible But it doesn't, it's feather not quite there. it doesn't feather at the end. It doesn't feather at the end. No, but no, it's it long. curves in. Yeah, it curves in. It's just kind of like a longer Jerry Maguire cut in Mission Impossible 4. Mission, exactly. Mission Impossible 2 has the best hair. I mean, it 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 matches everything, and, and not to just steal literally Felk's analyzations earlier, but it matches the emotions you need. In the beginning, when he is up against the rocks and he could fall, the hair falls perfectly in front of his face no. to show, you know, the tensity of the scene that, like, you know, he's under duress, but then tensity. it is waved back in the entire third act because he knows where he's going, he's moving forward, and he's going to always get his mission done, even if it is impossible. Because, Felk, it is what? <laughs> not a difficult mission, it's a... It's not a mission difficult. Mr. Hunt, it's a mission impossible. It's a mission impossible. It should be boom, a walk boom, in the park boom, for you. Yeah, I, I love it, and it's it's perfect. More biscuit is rocking the set. Like the it's like film. Russian roulette. <laughs> I feel like the film was honestly re-engineered from the perspective of Tom. What stunts do you want to do the most in this movie? And he said, "We're gonna do some green screen jumping uh, and make it seem like I'm jumping around, you know, uh, Shanghai or whatever the fuck it is." But I I really want he went to Shanghai. Stunts. They, he hasn't yeah. dropped off that. Well, the, but the jumping, a lot of that is green screen. That's a huge giant sound stage in which they set up a real fall, still a really big fall for Tom. It was done on a green screen to make it look like he was dropping into the building. Hmm. But um, Mission Impossible 2, and I think... And then Batman had to go to China and jump off a building for reals. Yeah, well, eventually he got to everything he wanted, except space. But um, I would say with, with, with Mission Impossible 2, I, I think the whole film was re-engineered from happens the literally the motorcycle sequence. I think Tom said, let's do motorcycle sequence. And then they thought, OK, what's the best hair for motorcycles? And and they that's when they thought. Oh, long, long, long hair is not the best for motorcycles. To the, to the neck, feathered. It's perfect. Because in Mission oh, yeah. Impossible 5, 
His hair is a little bit shorter. It doesn't look as cool. In no, real life, that hair would be going straight into your eyes and really, like, just fucking up your eyeballs. Yeah, but not if you're no, Tom Cruise. And as you mentioned, Phil, it, the hair's nowhere to go. It's the third act. Yeah. He's moving forward. He's being constantly blasted by the plot, and he's pushing through it like it's a force by a Jedi. But, um... Uh, no, yeah, when he, he goes on a wheelie and his hair is just perfectly flowing in the wind, he just yeah. like, pulls out a gun and like ten different shots from ten different angles and just his hair's all over the place and looks fabulous. He yeah, by the way, yeah, by the yeah, so behind him. But Nolan, you mentioned in our Top Funds episode the best Tom Cruise entrance ever is, in fact, I, if I recall, your number two. Um, Days of Thunder, when he goes through the smoke or the mist or the yes. fog or whatever the fucking essence is that he drives through to be able to yes. expose himself to the audience. And they, sh- they fucking shows up and lets everyone know, I'm fucking Cole Trickle and I'm here. Who is this driver? also think that the end of act three is also fucking sweet of mission impossible 2 when he fucking drives through the fucking fire in slow-mo and not one strand of his hairs catches on fire i thought he just uh, fucking slow-mo motorcycle rides through fire yeah. in mission impossible 2 I mean, now it's not an introduction i mentioned the but it uh, is one of his coolest drive-through moments ever I mentioned the Internet Movie uh, Firearms Database earlier in this podcast, and uh, one of the memorable things I specifically noted was uh, I thought Mission Impossible 2 was very ridiculous with its gunplay, and some of it is. But apparently uh, a a a shot in that movie where he uses the rearview mirror of the motorcycle to aim his shot backwards from his gun was actually <laughs> taught by the uh, the the guns like former Navy SEAL military advisors like, all right, here's how you shoot. Tom, here's how you would shoot somebody behind you on a motorcycle and so like apparently that's an accurate uh technique of how you would use a rearview mirror of a motorcycle tom got it right tom is the best wow i wouldn't think about that driving a motorcycle to shoot i probably would just do the movie way and just look back and shoot but then you'd crash so he's keeping like one eye probably. on the road and one eye on his gun yeah because the it, mirror, mirror. anyone that rides a motorcycle knows the bike goes which whatever direction you're looking so yes you would crash Tom's not Tom. Yeah. So Tom knows what he was doing. (laughs) That's the proper way to do it. Yeah, he did it. He figured it out. Perfect. I mean, Felk, Mission Impossible 2, it's perfect hair. How could you be better? What do you have? My number one is a haircut that actually changed me and altered my pathway (laughs) uh, moving into sixth sixth grade. This is Um, everything. Yes. This is everything. Baby boy Felk. It was the end of my fifth. Actually, it was the end of my fifth grade uh, year of, of, of life. Mission. No, that was my number two. I saw the movie. Came, yes. came out in May of 96. Mission Impossible. And I saw Tom Cruise. And there's a specific scene. You're right. It's a military crew cut. But here's the thing. Get a military crew cut from visible changes at a mall in Houston, Texas, and you will not end up looking like Tom Cruise. Because I saw that movie, <laughs> and I, there was a particular shot when he has the, the like, the shroud, the little mask thing that he has to, to wear in order to talk to Vanessa Redgrave, who plays Max, uh, is pulled off his hair. Or is it Maxine? Yeah, he has it pulled right off his head, and he kind of does, like, a little... His hands are still tied, but he, like, corrects his hair just by moving his neck. 
he has it because his hair was kind of matted down and his hair just kind of pops up because I had no idea. So it's it's the ter- to, do you either know what the actual like term for that type of haircut is? Sexy. Fuck it's a military sexy. It's it's a military scissor cut. Is what you would ask for if you wanted that Ooh. cut. And I learned this Ooh. because I was like I said I was would have been like tw- I almost 13, 12 years old and I saw that movie. I couldn't I followed the plot, but I couldn't keep my eyes off Tom's hair. I had a shitty haircut, and I wanted a cool haircut. So the following week, I'm at the mall. I think I saw it the second time that very week after reading the novelization, just so I could understand the plot. And my mom lets me, she gives me money to go to Visible Changes. I don't know if they have Visible Changes in this part of America. No. Never saw it. Never heard Visible Changes is, is, is a haircut place. It's in malls. It's a little bit better than Supercuts. Not as good as a, as, a, as a true salon, but in Texas, you know, things were a lot more chain and rural. Anyways, so I go in, I got my appointment. My mom's not there. I get to tell the, the haircut person all the haircut stuff myself. Usually my mom would do it. Now it's like, oh my God, I get to do it myself. So I go, I tell the lady, and unfortunately, I get a lady from, I believe, the Dominican Republic who barely spoke English. And I tell her, oh. I want Tom Cruise's haircut from Mission Impossible. She's like, no see Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, who no. But thankfully, there's a gay, gay guy, guy right next to her who's also cutting hair. And I, I, <laughs> I add that in for flavor. But from that point on, I would only go to salons and only get my hair cut by men. And obviously, that means gay men because that's the only men who cut hair. I cut my son's hair. Um, from, from that point, moving on. And he had seen Tom Cruise. He wa- he had seen Mission Impossible. He was familiar with the Tom Cruise haircut. So he's like, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a military scissor cut. So he was trying to explain to her how to do it. But that still didn't work because even though he knew the terms, she didn't speak the English. And I go, you here, like, I, 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 I'm I, like, here, I can show you. I'm like 13. I'm like, come look. And there's a poster right outside in the mall, right outside the visible changes in the mall. And unfortunately, the poster for Mission Impossible is just Tom sideways silhouette. Yes. So you only Perfect get like poster. a silhouette of his face. But I'm like, see, that's the length and that's how that's how it needs to look. She goes, no, no, I cannot see from Pitzer. It's too dark. I cannot. So I, I, I'm like, all right, I, I, I've got somebody who knows exactly what the haircut is trying to explain it to her. I'm trying to show her a picture. She cannot do it. She starts to cut and, and she just obviously fucks it up, completely gets it wrong. I get out of my chair. <laughs> I get out of my chair and I go, I, I go straight to the, I, I, the front desk and I go, can I speak to the manager? Uh, <laughs> and, and he's like, why? He's like, because you gave me a, a person to cut my hair who doesn't even speak English in America and this is a problem and I'm trying to get Tom Cruise's How haircut are you? for Mission Impossible at 12. I don't believe this story. I'm trying to get Tom Cruise's haircut wow. for Mission Impossible and you gave me an idiot who can't even understand the basic words even though there's someone right next to her who knows how to explain it to her and as I turn around, my my mom is there and she she's just walking in to check like to check on proud. me thinking the haircut would so be proud. done by now and she goes, I cannot believe you just talked to that poor woman like that and and and, and uh, the manager immediately goes you need to speak to you in the back we'll get you someone else and my mom p- 
pulls me out and she says, you're not getting a haircut today. You're going to have to deal with your half haircut, at which, I mean, it didn't wow. last because like the after after I go to school, like on a Monday, she's like, all right, I'll get you a real haircut. And I got the, the, the guy who knew specifically at the same visible changes. I requested the guy who knew the haircut and I managed to get it. And I was still somewhat disappointed because I was still fat. And I told that like my face was fat. So <laughs> even with Tom Cruise's hair, the hair was the wrong color and my face it. was not Tom Cruise chiseled. But I at least got the haircut right. And and from that point on, I was like, okay, never again will I uh, get a haircut from a woman who is clearly just getting by on the fact that she has big tits. Don't let's don't let like attractive face get in the way of this person doesn't know how to do their job. And I was right. Good for you. And I learned an important lesson from that visible changes in in uh, the first Colony Mall in Houston, Texas. I'm sorry. You're if sorry. the poster was like a straight on, like well lit of his hair, I would have been fine. But because the image was like black and white in a silhouette of his face, there wasn't enough information for her to go on. Too she hard didn't to read. speak English well enough to understand the words of, of Too how hard. to cut like that. So it's just like, oh, man. It's like you got to be able to speak English. Well, folk, I'm glad you realized that gay men cut the best hair. Oh, yeah. Shout out to. Uh, Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. <laughs> Chaz Dean. Shout out to Shout, Chaz Dean. Yeah. Shout out to the hairstylist I would get. Uh, Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. That, that, that year, David from uh, Diagostino Salon. Next uh, in the Galleria or next to the Galleria, uh, mm-hmm. he was uh, he was excellent. Uh, he cut my hair from like age like thirteen to like eighteen when I left for college. Uh, he transitioned from Galleria. what I mean. Every haircut was like I want this person's haircut from a movie. I want this person's haircut from a movie. He knew the movie. He gave me the cut. And then uh, in two thousand and five, shortly after graduating, I needed a haircut while I was visiting my parents, and I found out that David had died of AIDS. No way! Wow. But he gave yeah, me the Tom it. Cruise haircut for a long time. He died of AIDS? Legitimate AIDS? Yeah. That's the end of that's the end of the episode. That's it. Well, that was the best <laughs> fucking best show topic we have ever done. Got Tommy on my brain, Tommy on my dick, and right. the greatest gaping asshole you've just gotta lick. Ooh. Got that whole pool so wide, son. <laughs> calling all Tommies, calling all Tommies. Fuck me good and make me cry for mommy. Oh. <laughs> well, back to Tommy Cruz is what I what? always say. <laughs> No episode is complete without jacking off to Days of Thunder in its entirety. And oh, guess yeah. what? That's what I've been doing. Watching <laughs> oh. Tom, watching me ripping my TH cock to hell. Oh, wow. Anyways, I'm gay. So, so what? what? Hello, Tom. Let's fuck dicks, bulges, <laughs> ball sack, but not hair. Yes. No beards. Cool, Tom Nation. Tell us about any of your top five Tom Cruise hair stories. Hairs. 
any of you, cool Tom Nation, tell us about any of your Plural. top five Tom Cruise hairs stories. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight into our top five Tom Cruise hairs, then let us know by cruising us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Wow. Tom episodes come out every Tom's Day. Like us on <laughs> iToms, you Tom Sound Cruise. Tom, no, 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 sir. no. Just, just, just okay. Never mind. That's and Face Cruise. And please rate and Thomas as well. You can also donate to us on Patreon and receive additional Tom oh. tit like Cool Boys After Tom. Wait, Cool Tom After Cruise and Tom and Terry's. It only yeah. costs a fuck, and you will receive special <laughs> access to my butthole and new yes. content. Too hot to air. You can Ooh. find the Cool Toms on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Well, at least we got that one. Correct. Yep. <laughs> and please check out our other great Cool Tom Central content with Tom in and beyond a Cool Tom podcast on Tom Tube, SoundCloud, Tom Cloud, Google Tom, and Patreon, where the Cool Toms have an uncensored discussion about <laughs> Tom Cruise, the animated series. The weird thing is, I would absolutely have watched Tom Cruise. The I want to see series. that. I want to see that show. Yeah. Everything Cruise cruising from show. Tom Tips to Tom Nips and all the boners yeah. Tom has given us. I, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Thank you for cruising with us. Stay cruise, Tom. Wait, thank you for cruising with us. Stay cruise, cool Tom Nation. Wow. Until next time, it's cruisies from Tom Felk. <laughs> that's cruisies from Tom Ballard. And that's cruisies from Tom Nolly. Uh, so uh, cruise. Yeah. Great. Were we gay enough that episode? No, no, we don't need to be gay enough every episode. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by Liar. Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs>